0: Welcome to the Jill on Money Coronavirus Market Update. It is what day? Wednesday, June seventeenth. It is the middle of June. I can't even believe it. Are you guys having the same thing where you just kind of lose a day here and there? Poof! I I lose days or I lose hours, and uh, who knows what where where I am. But we've got some good news. Retail sales. Popped way more than expected. A 17.7% increase. Unbelievable, which is, I mean, basically double what they were estimating. I just want to cite a few things. So, number one is retail sales powered ahead. Number two, if you look inside of this report, the categories that got decimated in March and April really did show some enormous gains. How about this, Mark? Check this out clothing and accessory stores, the gain, 188%. That's unbelievable. Okay. And frankly, it is amazing to consider that even with that, even with that big gain, sales are still down about by two thirds from a year ago in clothing. So we still got a ways to go. Okay. Additionally, furniture sales jumping by almost 90%, online sales continue to gain ground. Well, obviously this was a huge upside surprise, which is great. And that is actually a good reason for stocks to be trading higher as I speak right now. I'm not sure what's going to happen next month, but if we did really bottom out in April for the economy and things are bouncing back, that is Really, an unambiguous piece of good news. The one thing that we want to keep in mind is that obviously things do shift. We know that there are protests that are limiting some openings, and we know that there are surges in some states that have already opened. So I'll take the good news for today. And with that, let's get on to your questions. Tom writes, Enjoy the show. My issue is taxes. I've been fortunate and I've been a good saver. Listen to this, Mark. Oh my God, I have accumulated about $6.7 million. Yowza. It's split $2 million in retirement accounts, balance in taxable trust accounts, mostly a balanced format with index funds. Taxable money also balanced, call it about 50-50. The taxable account bond positions are municipal bonds and municipal exchange traded funds. By the way, I'm Single? Single? With 6.7 million dollars, you sound gorgeous as my mother would say. Okay. My goal is not to swing for the fences, looking for returns of say 4 to 6% a year. I have a condo I bought last year, it's worth about 400 grand, I paid cash. I've got no debt of any kind. Income per year from the business buyout is let's see, it looks like 370 grand this year, 90 grand in dividends and muni interest. Okay. I also transfer highly appreciated securities into a Vanguard charitable fund from the trust. That's about 20 grand a year. Anything else I can do? Uh, No, be happy. How about that, Tom? Tom, instead of you feeling like, oh, I've got to do more, you're in an amazing position. Who cares if you're paying some taxes? You make a lot of money. You have a lot of money. I mean, you could put more money in the charitable fund. You could probably be a little more aggressive with that, but... I don't know. This is not a problem. This is just the the great fortune of having a crap load of money. So if I could be so bold to say to you, can you just enjoy it and not worry about taxes? Tell you what, if I had that kind of moolah, I wouldn't be worried about paying taxes. I really wouldn't. I'm not saying you shouldn't minimize it. You're doing what you should do you should be doing. Just try to minimize. The turnover in your taxable accounts, which you're doing with index funds, you don't want a lot of trading. You have the muni positions in the taxable accounts, high dividend stuff, keep it in the retirement accounts. Putting money in the charitable trust is great. Do it. You can give more money away. If you're not married and you don't have any heirs, go for it. But don't worry about taxes, please. This is simply not worth your time. You're doing what you need to be doing. Enjoy it. Carrie writes that she loves the show. Uh, my wife and I could be Carrie a man. I'm not sure. I like these um, ambiguous names. So, hi, Jill. Love the show. Uh, my wife and I are both 57. We have $620,000 in qualified money, very little in non-qualified funds, meaning non-retirement funds. The only debt is a mortgage, which is uh, $180,000. I want to take $77,000 of qualified money today and buy an annuity, which will guarantee us a month for as long as either of us is alive, beginning at age 65. It's part of a guaranteed retirement income to supplement Social Security. And and also they've got an $1,100 a month pension. Uh, It will leave us with $540,000 in retirement savings. What are your thoughts on that? Thank you. My thoughts are do not do that. That is not a good idea. And the reason is pretty simple. Number one, once you get that money out of that account, you lose that money. And, you know, it doesn't seem to me that hard to generate money from the pot of money you have. I would be very clear that what you should be doing is hanging on to your money and keep working, keep saving money. Don't do the annuity. There's no reason to do the annuity. It's not going to be worth it. And I have a feeling there's going to be a big fat
1: fee involved. Michelle says, thanks for all your money advice. I value your
0: opinion. My husband and I are discussing the best place to hold money for our emergency fund because savings accounts seem to not be the best place. I'm sure there's a lot of options, but we would like to be able to access the money with ease and no fees and maybe some kind of return. Seems like a lot to ask these days. I hope you are well and staying safe. Thanks, Michelle. Michelle? depositaccounts.com. That is a great aggregation website where you will be able to compare lots of high-yield savings. It's probably going to be an online bank. It will be very easy to see. You can choose from money market accounts or high-yield savings accounts. Check it out. It won't be a lot, but it'll be more than zero. How about that? Alana writes, your show makes me actually like thinking about money, which is huge as I've avoided thinking about it my entire life. All right. Alana writes, I'm now 40 years old. My husband and I both work in creative fields. We have two kids, one six months old, the other is two years old. We had a few good years and now have about 200 grand sitting in a savings account with 1% interest. I have no idea what to do with it. Right now, Hmm, work is iffy because of COVID. We will likely bring in about $75,000 between the two of us this year. We own our home and just refinance the mortgage payments low. We're conservative with our money. We don't have the stomach for risky investments, but just keeping $200,000 in savings seems like a bad choice. Any ideas where the money should go? Real estate, college savings, stocks? Any ideas or suggestions would be welcome and appreciated. Thank you, Alana. P.S. Happy first birthday to Mark's kiddo. Yay. Okay, Alana, here's what I think. I think you guys need a game plan. And this has been now the theme of uh, the last two days, which is we need to put a plan together for you for a overall financial goal setting, retirement saving, kid stuff, It's not that hard to do. I mean, I think that most importantly, having 200 grand in savings, you know, is too much. What amount is the right amount? I don't know. If you've got low amounts of expenses and you think that you could have, let's say, 50 grand and that's an adequate emergency reserve, that's fine. What to do with the 150? Well, maybe you guys should each be establishing retirement accounts. I don't know, you didn't mention anything about retirement, and that's a way to put some money away for the future. I don't think it's a college savings. I doubt that it's going to be real estate, but I do think a long-term game plan for your own retirement, that's probably going to be the cornerstone of the financial plan. Even if it was just with uh, a robo advisor, there are some investment platforms that will give you financial advice. So it might be Schwab Intelligent Portfolio or Vanguard Personal Service Advisor or a firm like Betterment, you could go in and at least get some sort of retirement plan analysis in place. Then we'll decide what portion of that 200 grand should be put towards your retirement and what the best retirement plan could be. Again, it's all about the plan, guys. It really is. So um, we start with the plan, then we go to investing. And here we go. Patrick writes, um, I'm a young investor, 25 years old, with a Roth IRA. Because I'm buying and holding for the long haul, I want a strong base that complements my portfolio. I've often read the best thing to do is just regularly invest in an index fund like the S&P 500 and forget it. However, because the health pandemic has battered certain industries and companies, I'm convinced that a large cap growth exchange traded fund is the way to go with anchoring my investments, because the companies therein can likely weather and outperform fluctuations in the market as they become more entrenched and as consumers become more independent on them. Is this the right way to think about it, or am I fooling myself into a too-big-to-fail mindset? Thank you, Jill, for the personal investment you place in your fans. Patrick, your conviction is powerful and palatable, but I just don't buy it yeah, I guess. I mean, it could be that a large cap growth fund could be fine, but it could be that about three quarters of large cap funds don't actually beat the indexes against which they are measured. So what's the point? If I really look back, you know, decades, it's so hard because the even if if some do beat the index from one year to the next, they don't do so consistently. So I just say, buy the index, go to sleep at night. You're young and you're 25, buy a a U.S. domestic index, buy an international index, buy a bond index, and go to sleep at night. I hope that makes sense. If you, like Patrick, have an investment question, we'd love to hear from you. But maybe you've got a tax question. July 15th, the new favorite date of the year, is when your taxes are due if you have not yet filed for last year. It's also when all of your quarterly estimates are due if you make quarterly estimates. It's also when you may have to fund a retirement account if you haven't done so yet. So, That means you might have some questions. You might have some education loan questions. You might have some insurance questions. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email. It's askjill at jillonmoney.com. You can always go to our website. That address is jillonmoney.com. And there we have a very easy to use contact button. You can check it out. Do us a favor, okay? In addition to going onto the website, Share this with somebody else. Share this podcast. Share our content. We're trying to get the word out. Mark tells me that you guys have been fantastic. You're writing reviews and giving us ratings. We totally appreciate that. That's what you can do for us. We'll be here for you. Wash your hands, wear your masks, maintain your social distancing, do something nice for somebody else. And remember that we are in the business of helping each other out. Do something good out there, please. It'll make you feel better. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Do you know a high schooler who is a natural leader and loves to give back to their community? The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Student Visionaries of the Year program might be the perfect opportunity forming strong teams to support them. Student Visionaries of the Year candidates fundraise for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This seven-week philanthropic leadership development program helps students gain valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship, Not to mention, it looks great on college applications. But most importantly, it's a chance for students to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on the lives of blood cancer patients and their families. Learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or nominate a student at lls.org slash students. That's lls.org slash students.